Philadelphia. Are you ready? <laughs> this is Brotherly Love Wrestling Podcast. Your first stop for everything professional wrestling. So sit back and enjoy wrestling talk at its finest with your hosts, Larry Hall and Joe Corrado. My wife's just like, I, because I'm just home. Like, I'm home all the time, and every day gels together. Every single one. Yesterday, of yesterday was the first day that really happened to me, because I was like, I thought for sure yesterday was Tuesday. And then I found, and then I was, so, what a surprise when I found out it was Monday. And I was like, <laughs> I, I, honestly, though, it's not like it's any fucking different. It's just no, uh, another no. day. It's just, but I was like, wow. I didn't know that. <laughs> I mean, so, how how does that how does that affect you wrestling wise? Like, do you are you better with bookings and shit? Then, like, do you do you remember like, or do you have to because it's quarantine? You're just like, ah, oh, fuck it, I'll remember it when it's time. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, re- like I mean, I've I've wrestled so little during quarantine that that's not that hasn't been a much of a concern for me. I literally wrestled two shows mid-August, and then I wrestled for AEW, and that was it. And, I mean, luckily, like, I'm usually not booked just by myself. Mm-hmm. So I have other people who can be like, you're just ready for this weekend? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know it. I had it planned. I was, I've been ready, bro. Are you, are you ready? <laughs> Damn, my bag's been packed for a month. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, come on. <laughs> well, yeah. Now, the pe- people that know you, they know that's bullshit. What? The people that know you, they know that's bullshit that you, you didn't remember. Oh, for sure, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, like, I, I do that, too. Like, I'll, I'll be like, oh, yeah, yeah, I, of course I know you. <laughs> right. I'm not going to try and bullshit you. I didn't remember. Mm. <laughs> that's what it is, for you. I play that game with my wife every day. <laughs> Nothing I ever say is ser- is meant to be taken serious, and I try and make sure everyone knows that. I mean, that kind of that kind of shows in your wrestling too. Like you kind of you just yeah. go out there and you want to have fun. You want to make sure everyone else is having fun. I mean, hundred percent. What I don't get is like the people that shit on that, like the people that hate that, like the people that. It's just that it, oh, it's not real if you're if you're like this. Like I, it's not real thing. if you're like anything. Are, are we recording? Are we on a pod? Are we doing the oh, podcast yeah. right yeah, now? We, yeah, we, oh. we shoot the shit, and it, I've come to oh. the realization that I start I start asking questions before we actually start recording, and then yeah, we but, lose a lot of stuff because I will yeah. remember the question, and yeah. you, it's just like, and it's it's not it's better when it's natural. Like yeah, of course, of course. You get the natural answer. It's a more laid back. I don't know if I've swore, swore already, but are we allowed to swear? Dude, yes, Leah, let it fly. You're good. Yep. Right. So, well, just to answer that question, like, or I don't even know if it was a question, but people are so fucking stupid. It's crazy, man. People are so dumb. So people like, especially like people who don't like my kind of wrestling or my wrestling. Like, I don't give a goddamn shit, bro. I'm having fun. 
I don't, I, I don't care. Like, oh, I, like people are like, I mean, the only criticisms, I mean, I don't know. I feel like I don't get that many criticisms. Like the criticism I get is like obvious. Like I'm a fat dude. Uh, you think I don't fucking know that? I've been fat for quite some time and I'm well aware. I, I, I am living my own life. I understand. I'm, I'm not in denial. I don't, I don't think that I'm some kind of cruiserweight or something. <laughs> like, I get it, bro. I'm, I'm just here to have fun. Like, that's the thing about wrestling to me. I honestly, and I hope no one like takes this the wrong way. I think, I feel like I've said it before. I don't give a goddamn shit about wrestling. I'm just here to have fun. And fucking that's it. You know, I, I was talking to someone, somebody I was speaking to doing podcast. Somebody on a podcast uh, asked me if, like, I'd lose some sort of, like, sense of self or something. Like, if I, if I lost weight, if I lost weight, like, when my, what, what, like, do I, do I not want to lose weight um, to stay the, like, big, goofy guy in wrestling? And I was like, dude, wrestling is expendable as fuck to me. Like, if I stop having fun or, or something happens, like, see ya. Like, that's the thing. Like, my health comes far before wrestling. If, if for some reason me losing weight affected people, like, not thinking my wrestling was funny anymore, I'd be like, okay, man, I'm whatever. I don't know. I mean, it makes people me think are fucking of the, stupid. It makes me think of the, uh, the Family Guy episode when Peter gets liposuction that gets implants, like muscle implants. Like, he's mm -hmm. no longer, he's no longer the, the goofy fat guy. Now he's all serious mm -hmm. and. And no one, no one knows yeah. how to take them. Like it doesn't make it. Like, That's the thing. Like, like if I got, I couldn't imagine me getting ripped or anything. But like if I got ripped, I, I always think like, people, who post like fitness shit all the time on like Instagram and on social media is like, like, I, that could never be me. I, that's just not what I'm about. Not who I am. Like I, if I started working, like, I started working out really hard during uh, quarantine with my buddy Ronnie and. We posted a, a couple of funny videos of us like working, doing workouts after our workouts that are just like us doing shit. But it's not like I, I would, I could never be like, "Did you get your workout in today, guys? Here's what I did. Here's a list of these things. This by this many." And I'm just like, I don't know. That's just fucking not me, you know. I don't know. But I mean, it, it, it kind of doesn't have to be. I mean, it's not. Exactly. Every, it's not everyone's mm -hmm. niche. I mean, I, I feel like people. Mm -hmm want you to be like them so much and then you're not so they get even more upset and mad because you made your own decision to be who you are instead 100%. of being exactly what they want you to be it's like and that's exactly I, what you were saying like uh fuck, what, I, I forget the first thing you said but that's what i was trying to answer that like saying people are stupid like fuck, what did you say i forget it was oh you're asking the right person i will tell oh. you <laughs> Oh, man. I, I asked you, I I asked you about wrestling and how like how certain people don't enjoy like yeah. comedy wrestling and that's the thing and people sh like, openly showing that they're having fun and quote unquote killing the yeah. business. Yeah, I mean, killing the fucking business. What the <laughs> fuck, ever, man? Come on, get the fuck out of here. It's such like, a it's such a serious term for something that's been like like the big the big wigs have been openly trying to kill for quite some time now. Yeah. Like it, it's not, it's not the indie guys that are killing the business. It's not the people that 
like, look, look at the view comparison. You get someone who's going to get maybe a thousand views on social media, as opposed to someone like WWE or AW, the big companies get millions of views. Like they're not killing the business. Your product is what's going to save the business. It's not anyone else working below you. That's going to kill the business. You're doing it. You're killing the business. Yeah. It's not like, it's not like the cat isn't out of the bag. I'm pretty sure. Like, <laughs> again, I, I know nothing about wrestling and I'm, I will gladly admit that, but I'm pretty sure because of like a stupid court case or some shit, Vince McMahon legally had to say that like wrestling is fake or something like that. Some, some bullshit in court where he had for the steroid case or something, whatever plethora of things he's been sued for. He's a terrible <laughs> person. Uh, he's legally admitted like wrestling is not what you think it is. Like it's fucking performance art or whatever the fuck. I don't know what he fucking said. Yeah, That's why he calls it sports entertainment. Like it doesn't fall under the same category as yeah, you're wrestling, you're fighting for championships, but you, it's not like yeah. it's not like the MLB or the NFL or anything like that. Where mm-hmm. I mean, it, I I don't want to get into semantics and business and all yeah, that because exactly. I don't I don't fully know it either. But yeah, yeah the point of it is, is that. It's not one person. If anything is going to kill the business, it's going to be the other fans that are going to kill the fucking business. It's not going to yeah, be the performers. Don't. You don't accept anyone that's put in front of you. You're going to kill the business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, it's not like there's – I mean, I get it. There's a deep pool of wrestlers, but it's not like you can just pluck anybody that you want and make them a wrestler and it's going to save the mm-hmm. business. Like, Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know. I, I don't think wrestling is going away anytime soon. But, like, that's the thing. Fucking, it's definitely not going to be one wrestler who does it, you know? Like, people are, people are stupid. I don't know. Fucking. <laughs> it's just. Yeah. Over, um, overthinking something that is just, it's always been what it is. I mean, just yeah, overthinking it. Yeah, Where everyone's got an idea of how to make it better and all these ideas mixed into one. It's just, it, it's a headache. <laughs> it's a yeah. headache to just. It takes more energy to focus on what you don't like than to just sit there and either watch yeah. what you like or just change the channel. Or yeah, change the channel. I don't. I don't know, man. So any, anyone who doesn't like, anyone who doesn't care about my wrestling, that's one hundred percent fine. I'm. I'm still having fun. I, I wrestle personally, so I have fun. Like, and that's that's the thing. That's why I was saying it's expendable. If I ever stop having fun, I'm not gonna keep wrestling. Like. Period. Now, you have a lot of friends or a good amount of friends or maybe a couple friends, at least in the business, that, I mean, it could keep you having fun for as long as possible, as long as they're doing the same thing. Like, oh, yeah. You mean, like, who have, like, that sim- like a similar outlook like that or? Um, I was talking to you personally, but, yeah. Just, like, people you work, like, to work with in the business. Oh, yeah. God, yeah. I, I have fun, honestly, every time. Like, that's the thing. Every match I have, I have fun doing because, like, I don't know. I like the. I, I also try to not wrestle people that I don't like, but there's not really that many people that I don't like. So, I don't know. I have fun all the time. Where every time I wrestle. Now, it, uh, now the people that now your opponents they have fun too, and that's pretty much the whole point of it. Like when you're talking match, and I don't know if you do strategy or anything like this, or spots or anything like that, but. When you're talking, like, is it more like joking? Like, we can get this in, and then we can lay yeah, it out yeah. later. Oh, a hundred percent. I've done that so many times. Where I'm just like, we had a. I have this funny story when I wrestled this dude named Mark Wheeler, who mm-hmm. uh, is from Canada. Do you guys know Mark Wheeler? I do. Mm-hmm. 
uh, me and him wrestled in Montreal. And I don't know if I was just, I forget when me and him were just recently talking about this. There was a spot where uh, I knew people would be chanting for me after I did something to him when we were fighting on like the outside of the ring. And I was like, we're, we're in Montreal, they speak French. I want to get them to, instead of just chanting puff, I want them to chant Jean Mappel puff, <laughs> which, which means my name is puff. So <laughs> my idea was to get the crowd to all chant my name is Puff at me. So it makes no sense. It's so stupid. But I thought it was hilarious. And, I, <laughs> and we do this thing on the outside and I like hit him with something. He's knocked out. I get on a chair and there's all these people around me. And they're already screaming, Puff, 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 like screaming at my face. And I was and I'm looking down on him and I'm like, no, 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 no. Listen, stop, listen. Jean Mappel Puff and they're like yeah Puff Puff I'm like no 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 Jean Mappel and I'm like screaming Jean Mappel Puff and like and when, when they say when, like, which, we know what your name him, is you don't have to tell us I, I'm looking at them and I'm like my name is Puff my name is Puff and they're all like yeah Puff. yeah we know you no no and it's just talk about your all time backfires we we were putting like talking about doing that we were like on the floor laughing putting that match together and then in the like to this day me and him just still laugh out loud thinking about the time i tried to do that and it just was so stupid but uh yeah like shit like that i do that shit all the time when i put like wrestling matches together and whatnot because i don't know that's the goal for me just to have a fun time do stupid stuff make people laugh make myself laugh not only that, but I mean, you know, you know the other people on the card, like whatever whoever's on the card with you, like you're gonna get a little bit of everything. So you know that they're gonna have fun at your match, but another match they're gonna get the high spots, they're gonna get the the bare knuckle fighting, they're gonna get I mean, God, I mean you've been on cards with Nick Gage, so you never know what the fuck's gonna happen. So Exactly. So you know like, like you're like almost I don't wanna say it's just like a relief when you come in, like you know like something fun's going to happen. Of course. And I, I think that's like, I think not, not to toot my own horn, but I think that's like an appeal to me to be on a wrestling show. Like I feel like wrestling, sh like obviously every once in a while, a show where every kind of match, every match is like the same style, like a blood sport is fine. But like every wrestling show, I mean, at least in my experience, and again, this is just me talking. I'm just fucking puff. Who's been wrestling for three fucking years. Uh, I feel like every wrestling show can't be the same. Like, if, if you went to a wrestling show and every match was, like, the same style, the same fucking size people, like, it was just basic, like, kind of jack dudes wearing the same gear, like, in fucking tights or trunks, just wrestling, like, a mat, fucking wrestling match, and you're there, like, I don't see I don't see the appeal to that. But if, if you're seeing maybe one kind of match like that and then you see uh, – a tag team match where two where guys are like flying all over the place doing springboard shit and then you see another match where i come out and all in colors and goofy in a big uh colorful outfit and i'm shaking my hips and i'm doing a fucking whip punch and i'm i don't know do whatever the fuck i do i who knows what i do uh, <laughs> stuff like that I, I feel like that's much more entertaining and that's at least my goal uh, is to entertain people i'm not trying to have a serious five-star match uh like where 
we're just beating the shit out of each other, hitting big moves. Like, I want to entertain people. I want to be more interactive. Uh, I want to put smiles on people's faces. But and and at that same time, I do know how to wrestle. I could I could easily do a match where I go in there, and I just work technical moves and stuff and just do shit like that. But I'm not gonna have fun doing that, you know. Like, so that's why I don't. But like I could. But I like to sell T-shirts and uh, <laughs> have fun. Like, I don't know. I, I uh, a big part of me being entertaining, I think, translates to me like that. Like, I also want to make money in wrestling and make money to survive. So I think the more I entertain people, the more they're interested in buying what I have to sell. You know, what I mean, whether that be in the ring or at the merch table. Yeah. You know, I mean. You can't fault on anyone trying to do that. I mean, that's besides exactly. besides the fun wrestling part of it. I mean, you're also doing it to make money in hopes that this is the only thing that you have to do. And yeah, that be it. I mean, it makes sense. Now, oh, I had a question and now I lost it. I got Go one. ahead. I got you. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I, with your style, like, how did how did you – come to want to wrestle like that? I mean, did, as a fan, younger, did you see, like, wrestling like WWF that was straight across, like, Attitude Era, and you're like, yeah, there needs to be something, or just accident? Like, how did you come about? A hundred percent accident, because I never, I never really watched wrestling. I was never a big wrestling fan. Excuse me, I'm burping. I'm so sorry. I had drinking <laughs> ginger ale, and I don't know. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, that was I, uh, the best explanation we could have possibly asked for. <laughs> I'm, I'm drinking ginger. <laughs> uh, I, I got into wrestling in like 2005, and I watched it for like a year. Then I kind of fell out of it, and I'd randomly go back to watching it. But I was never like a big, a huge wrestling fan. There was like a little time. Because I, I was younger, and I was like, I would get, like, action figures and stuff, and I was, like, into wrestling. But then, like, it sort of kind of faded away. Uh, and then, like, I'd, I'd watch a pay-per-view every now and again with buddies who were wrestling fans. But I don't know. I was never really big into wrestling. I didn't have any, like, that's why I don't know anything about wrestling. Uh, um, uh, I, I, uh, I don't know. That's I, I don't know. I don't have – I lost the question also. I'm trying to think. That's, that's that's okay. right. I'll, I'll, I'll get you somewhat current. So yeah. not being a wrestling fan, what brings you into the wrestling business? So what, you know, and, the, and the character you're playing as well. Okay. So that's the thing. Uh, it is a character. Well, I, I don't look at myself as a character. And mm -hmm. I, I know people think that and like this, and I'm not like offended by it by any means, but like, it's just me. Like I'm not, I, I'm not really changing anything. Except for I might be a little more corny with my dancing. Like, obviously, if I'm in a fucking store, I'm not going to start dancing and doing shit. But, like, oh, I, I, I just do shit. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, like, I don't know. I just, it's just, I've always wanted to um, entertain people. I always felt like that was my calling in life. And I wanted to do that somehow. And wrestling, it just fell in my lap because... I had these buddies who were training and I started coming around to watch them. And then I, then I just got in the ring and started doing it. And I just kind of came into my own. I just put my own like goofiness or personality into wrestling and just started working out, you know, like 
uh, I always wanted to be a stand-up comedian. That was my like goal throughout high school. Uh, and like, I mean, since I was a kid, I really liked stand-up and wanted to do it. But like, right after I got out of high school, I was going to college and uh, I was in some shitty, like, I, I had all these classes that I thought I was going to take that were like writing for TV shows or writing all this stuff. But the only thing they, the only, like my first semester, they only put me in one writing class and it was like British literature and it fucking sucked. And, uh, that's a comedian's dream right there. Yeah. British literature. Yeah. Right. And, and one thing that really bugged me and I wish I knew the, the professor's name, but he was one of those dudes. Did we put him on blast? <laughs> oh, of course. Just to bury him. He's like, what a piece of shit to think this. Like, he was always like, I don't see the need in having a smartphone or something like that. He's like, I don't even use a phone. Like, fucking get the fuck. It's, it's, first off, it's 2015. At this point, it's 2015. But like, iPhones are still fucking a thing. And like, really, <laughs> bro? You don't, see the, you don't see the need in having every piece of information ever at your fingertips? Fuck you, bro. Like, like, <laughs> like I, I already couldn't stand that dude. But then he he just like sucked. He was just an asshole, and that like really demotivated me. And I only went to school for like that one semester because I was like, I'm done with this. This sucks. Then I started working a shitty shitty dead end job, and but luckily, I started hanging out with my friends who were training, got into wrestling, and the ball just started rolling there. And here I am on the Brotherly Love podcast <laughs> <laughs> talking about. Well, not. I don't fucking know. <laughs> I mean, we, we talk about not only wrestling, but real life issues. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. <laughs> so, but, um, I don't even know if the, any of that fucking answered the question. <laughs> yeah, we only put the questions out there just to throw it in some fluff. I mean, whatever mm-hmm. you say is pretty much is, is what it is. And there it is. So, is what it is, baby. We're only here to spew out nonsense and what and gibberish. So, do you remember me the question? No. No, I still, still can't remember, remember the question. <laughs> like, the question came in. I was like, oh, this is going to be uh, – this should be a good one. And then we started talking, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh. And I, I still got it, and then I lost it. Then it was like – Yeah. Somewhere out there. Something about uh, me not being a character. It's just me. And uh, I didn't have any influences. That we, I, don't, I don't know. Fuck it. Who knows? <laughs> you probably got asked that before. Maybe we're just doing replays or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> You're just on rerun. Maybe. You probably got asked that question a bunch of times. Oh, man. It's all the same. So, you, the same. Yeah, I, I didn't want to step past. You mentioned you were working out and – you said it doesn't affect your wrestling or whatnot. You're do- you're more doing it for yourself, I'm assuming, right? Of to course, get healthier. Of and, yeah, and, and it helps my wrestling, obviously. But like, yeah, yeah. But that wasn't like it was more like, all right, primary, I get healthy. Secondary, okay, I'll be mm-hmm. able to move a little bit better. And, oh wait, I can yeah. last a little. I could go a little bit longer in the in the ring. So a hundred percent. Now, have you now? With, I mean, quarantine's been. It can be a blessing and a curse. I mean, you get you can only work out for so long in a day, and then the rest you're kind of like, all right, I got to keep myself busy because I mean, like, I know I bore I bored a meet or I used to a lot. Like when I'm bored, I'll just all right, I'll eat this, I'll eat this. Mm-hmm. Like, has, have you been able to keep up with it during quarantine, like working out regularly, trying to stay? Yeah, I was definitely eating a lot in the beginning, but then uh, like June is when. 
uh, me and Megabyte Ronnie got together and just started working out every day. Uh, I was way, eating way less, and obviously because from working out and whatnot. But um, yeah, I've been able to like keep it in check ever since. Ever since then, I really credit Megabyte Ronnie for helping me out because he's got like a whole gym in his garage. So uh, so I don't have to go out in public with all these fucking disgusting people who are going to kill me. <laughs> um, and we could just hang out together, work out, talk about wrestling, and drink diet sodas because that's the those are the main things we do. You know what's funny is that I know, like, if you want to label it, you're you're pretty much a baby face. Like, I'd yeah. say you're a pure baby face when, when, you, when you're on the shows that we've seen you on. Mm. But just talking to you now, it'd be like, man, you'd be like such a good heel. Like you would be like if you were just like go to a show and be like, you know what? You people make me sick. And I know <laughs> exactly. you're physically make me sick. If, like if I went into a wrestling ring and spewed my real uh views on this business, like I would imagine. never be I mean, you, yeah, but if people want to hear the buzz, like the buzz, like that's the thing, like going viral and shit like that. Like that would, that would be something that would be like, wow, I wasn't expecting this. Like what the yeah. fuck? Like <laughs> you would somehow be more over as an asshole. It would, it would be, it would be, it would be so unexpected. Like you just sit there and be like, you people literally make me sick. I know. And I- I, I hate that it's coming off that way because I try not to be like that. Um, well, here's a, you, I'm you, talking about the the people that I'm talking about that are like stupid or whatever. Like I'm talking about assholes who were like who who would try and criticize my kind of wrestling. Like I, I have that's the thing. I, I deal with that so like not all, I don't know whatever the uh, opposite of often is. This stage of like AEW. Even being on the big stage of AEW, I didn't hear a lot of criticism. That's the thing. Like people usually support me, and it's been it's been very positive, and I love that. Like, but like every so often, somebody will try and criticize and say I'm a trash. Like somebody, and I know this fucking comment because I saw it. Some guy called me a trash indie act or something like that, or trash indie comedy act, and I was like, AEW isn't an indie. Uh, I'm fucking badass. I rule. I love. I like. I I would watch me wrestle. I think I, I'm awesome. <laughs> I, I think I replied to his YouTube comment. I was like, Nah, man, you're wrong. I fucking rule. <laughs> <laughs> well, but, I mean, with that, you're on AEW, who is featuring, who and one of the most over guys in all of professional wrestling, in an Orange Cassidy, who does this act that I mean, a lot of people shit on as well. With, I mean, breaking kayfabe and killing the business because he's not selling anything. But, like, he's an amazing pro wrestler, and he's one of the most over guys, period. And you're on the same – you're in the same company as him making an appearance in that company. Like, how can you say the difference? People are – that's the thing. People are stupid, man. Like, (laughs) dude, Orange Cassidy is probably one of the best wrestlers on the planet. And if you can get away with doing nothing – that's the fucking goal. That's a gold mine. What are you fucking talking about? Like, that's the thing. People, why wouldn't you want to do that? And Orange Cassidy is so fucking entertaining and hilarious. He's awesome. I like. Um, I don't know. I think about. I always bring this up. Uh, there's a documentary on YouTube by Kenny Johnson. It's a mini documentary. I don't know if you, either of you've seen it about Orange Cassidy. I have. Yes. Very well, good. 
every time I wrestle, literally every time I wrestle, I think back to that documentary. Shout out to Kenny Johnson, if anyone's listening. Kenny Johnson made an amazing thing. It's also, and shout out Orange Cassidy, obviously. He's the fucking best. <laughs> um, like, he talks about that. Like, if he, like, he talks about putting together a match with his opponent. And if he is putting it together and he's having a good time doing it and his opponent's having a good time doing it, he knows they're going to put it out there in front of the crowd and the crowd's going to have a good time watching it because, like, it's, like, the, the positivity and the happiness and the fun that you're having making this – I think of wrestling as art. Like, you're putting together this piece of artwork that you're going to – it's, like, a performance art. I mean, I think that's what fucking wrestling is. And you're going to go put it out. If you're, if you're enjoying it um, and your opponent is enjoying putting it together and you go out there and you do it, uh, I think that is going to – Fucking, I don't know. Uh, there's, a, there's a good word that I'm thinking of. I can't think of it. It's going to spread is not the word I want to use, <laughs> especially now. But it's going to no. spread to the audience. Like the audience is good. It's going to, oh, my God. Translate, transition. I don't fucking know. The, the audience is going to enjoy it is what I'm trying to say. Like they're going to they're gonna see. Transcend, I think you're going to believe. <laughs> Maybe. Um, doesn't sound right either. No, 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 no. God, I wish I knew what No, it doesn't matter. Like, you, they're going to appreciate that you're having a fun time doing it, I think. I mean, fun is what – I mean, people are transparent, and when you can see through them, it kind of affects the mood that you're having too. So if you see two people mm-hmm. that are legitimately pissed off and fighting, like – yeah, it's gonna tra- it's gonna transcend to that. Like that's what you're gonna see. You're like, all right, well, I'm mad for this person. If people yeah. are out there having fun and laughter too, laughter is contagious. So if one person, especially if you get someone with a really good laugh, that seems yeah. to that'll set you off too. So if there's someone having fun, like it usually spreads. That is exactly, exactly what you're saying. Like you hear one person laugh, you're gonna laugh. It's contagious. It's contagious. hundred percent. That's so, the thing. Like, and when you say like two dudes beating the shit out of each other and getting pissed off, like that—that's a mood that maybe they're going. That, like that's probably what they're going for, for the fan who's watching. Like it makes you feel like you're watching a real fucking fight, and it's serious, yeah. and it gets you like on edge. Like I know, like I'm not even a big MMA fan, but like when I watch an MMA fight, like I remember going to like Wild Wings and watching like Ronda Rousey or Conor McGregor fight because those are the only two that I really paid attention to because they like. They transcended the sport. There you go. (laughs) They were bigger than what they were. Exactly. And and it's like, oh my God, oh shit, he's got like and obviously that's real, but like it's the same thing, the realism in wrestling, like it's like holy shit, these guys are gonna kick the shit out of each other. I'm just sitting here watching it happen. Like it's a it's a it's it's exciting. Like Yeah, like just like you see in like a street a street fight or something. Like, when you get – if you see Chris Dickinson in the ring, you know he's there for one reason and one reason only. He's there to fuck you up, and that's it. Yeah. And that's – I, I appreciate that, too. I mean, mm-hmm. like, look, you're a badass. You come off as a badass. That's who you are. Like, I expect exactly. you, kick, you kick the shit out of whoever you go into the ring with. Dude, especially dudes like Dickinson, they exude that, and they have, like, an aura about them. And it's, like, the same with Nick Gage, who's been doing it for fucking ever. Yeah. Like, there's electricity. There's legit electricity in the air when one of those two dudes fucking come – like enters if they come through the fucking curtain shit's about to get real you know yeah. like you know there's gonna be a fight it's about to go down and there's gonna there's like electricity in the air and the, and the people know it already and they're fucking fired up for it you know and that's what 
shit like that makes wrestling so great, you know? Yeah, and it's the electricity that you're talking about. It's not just the, the big fight feel electricity or that you're going to about to watch an asshole, but electricity comes from every form of of wrestling. Like, like if you come out as your comedy act, the electricity of how well you're performing will be noticed by the audience and you'll be able to feel that same feeling like you're watching a, a big fight. 100%. It's just, it, it's what you want it to be. It's what you allow it to yeah. be. It's, it's just, just that the energy in the air. Like, that's what I try and bring uh, when I go out. I, I don't, maybe I don't have the, uh, I'm going to kick somebody's ass uh, energy or whatever the fuck. Like, unless it's thirsty. Um, unless, yeah, that, that's the thing. Like, I, like, it depends on the fucking story in the match. Like, I, I've never really been in a story where I have like a blood feud with someone. But if I have a, I'm not going to, like, if I'm in a storyline where I'm, I've been wronged by whoever I'm wrestling and I want to kick their ass, I'm not going to come out fucking dancing. I might switch up my music. I might turn, I might fucking come out to like, I don't give it to you or some shit like that. Like, I don't know. Fucking, <laughs> switch it up. I'm not going to come out shaking my hips. I'm going to come out and like try and beat the shit out of them. You know, like, I, and like, because I can have a serious, like what I was saying, I'm ha I can have serious matches where like, there was a little bit of a storyline. Like they, the fact that you just brought up Thurston, like that, where like, that dude legitimately told me that I shouldn't be a wrestler. He didn't want to, he didn't want me to train at the gym down the road. Um, and there was like realness to that. And I went yeah. out there, I beat the shit out of him. And I and did that, shit that I don't normally do. Like that was like a little bit of like a turning point. Like I was doing all this goofy shit, but um, like I, that man, I was throwing way more strikes. I like trying to beat the shit out of him, you know, like. And I brought that up because I knew that was kind of the, the, the other side like the, mm -hmm. the, to prove a point like yeah you're exactly. a comedy actor or a comedy wrestler or you you're i don't know if you want to call it a com i call it comedy wrestler exactly or, like i i don't call it a com like i don't think of myself as a comedy wrestler like no. i i think of myself as a wrestler who just i just have a different goal than other people you know like yeah. i i want to entertain people i want to make people laugh and I can do that through my wrestling, but it's not like I'm not going out there and telling stand-up jokes, you know. Like I'm not. Yeah. I'm just and I guess doing things that people laugh. It's not really fair because I mean, I guess everyone tries to label and put a label on mm -hmm. everything. I mean, it's just it's That's easier. To I don't call like your, labeling. It's just easier to call you a wrestler who does things that aren't the norm. That exactly. Yeah, yeah. But you also show that okay. Well, I have to when I have to get serious, I'm going to get serious. So. That's why I brought up the the Thurston feud because it really showed it, it showed the other side. It showed well rounded. Yeah, a hundred percent. That's that's what I wanted to show because like I didn't want people to think of me just as comedy or like that I'm doing this. Like I'm not trying to like hide that I can't actually wrestle because I I I think I can. But who fucking knows what wrestling is, man? There's a lot but, of different uh, kinds. Exactly. So. I don't know. Like I, I, I'm totally fine having matches where fucking I don't do kind of goofy stuff that I normally do. But like, um, I feel like it's got to be circumstantial. Like it's got to have some sort of story behind it. Like I wrestled Thurston with a little bit of a story behind it that would make me change up my mood when I wrestled, or like when I wrestled Blackwood at Beyond. Um, he came out. Obviously, Blackwood's one of my best friends. Then he came out there out of nowhere. He just, uh, he knows I collect Rick and Morty Funko Pops. He pulled one out, stomped the shit out of it. Got me in a bad mood. I had to beat his fucking ass. I wanted to drop him on his head, you know? Fucking wrestling, man. <laughs> fucking wrestling, man. <laughs> exactly.
If there were ever a title to anything, fucking wrestling, man. Exactly. <laughs> That's almost that could be your answer to everything. It could, <laughs> it, it could really it just pre- be. It pretty much is. Well, pretty why, much how, is come, how come they're not pushing such and such? Fucking wrestling, man. Wrestling. <laughs> That's the universal answer. Yeah, it really is. Explain everything. Like that's why there's I I I never think of the there's a um I totally just stumbled over whatever the fuck I was gonna say I never think uh you could get upset by anything in wrestling just because it's wrestling and it's so random and like shit happens for no reasons it's just all circumstantial like shit ha- like you could become the top star in the world just by circumstance. Like, you're in the right place at the right time. You're going to get an opportunity that somebody who might be, quote-unquote, better than you. Like, who who knows who's better than Like, I don't know. Fucking, it's fucking wrestling, man. (laughs) (laughs) All this shit that I'm saying, like, literally everything you say about wrestling is just, it's fucking wrestling, man. Like, that's what it is. So, wait, before... I mean, there's one thing uh, we have to talk about because uh, most people who saw you on AEW... Uh, people have come out like Miro and M or uh, Moxley and all have, have said how different WWE is when they go to AEW. How was your experience working with all the guys at AEW backstage, stuff like that, and interacting with people? Um, completely. And again, I'm not trying to kiss their ass at all, although I would love a contract. <laughs> um, and this is just straight up. Like, it's like, it just felt comfortable and normal and like positive. Like, um, it's a bunch of dudes who I've shared locker rooms with plenty of times before. So nothing, nothing felt too out of the normal. Like Moxley was there and like the young bucks and like Kenny Omega. Like, I I don't think I ever even saw Kenny except for like one time, but like, I, I feel comfortable around wrestlers and in wrestling locker rooms. And I felt super comfortable there. And I have, I have done like extra work for WWE. And that's a different story. That that place is uh, stressful. It's it's like st- definitely stressful. It's like um, a, a completely different vibe than a- at AEW. Like AEW was very welcoming. Uh, just because I, I I don't know if it's just because I knew everyone there. Like I knew I know a lot of the people there. Like and luckily like I was trained by Pepper, who's the the blade. Yeah, and mm-hmm. he was, and if if I hadn't met someone before, he's there to introduce me to them, like so I can say what's up. But like, it was very, it was very, very comfortable and very positive. And like, the fact that like, like before that, I like obviously I had heard of who Ta- Tony Khan was because he's fucking owns the place, uh, and I had seen, heard things about him like on social media. But like meeting him is like a whole different vibe. Like, and I mean positive in like all the right ways. Like. I think no. I told us on what? It's not like uh, intimidation. Like if you were to meet, no, like, not at all. Like if Vince McMahon were to come up to you, and be like, uh, "Hey, <laughs> yeah, yeah." Like I, I definitely felt like it was comfortable enough to like be able to walk right up to him and say like, "Hi," like because I talked to him about like some little things. But like, just how enthusiastic he is about wrestling, uh, really, and that I, I wish it, it, it exudes. Again, I'm I'm trying to find the word that I was trying to say earlier. I like it. Radiate. 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 There you might go. Might be the word. There we go. Yeah. Like his his like positive energy about wrestling kind of radiates. Like I was there for uh, 
the street fight. Like I was, I don't know. If, I mean, you probably, if, if you watched it, you probably saw me as in like the little corner in between cars for that street fight. When they filmed that street fight with the best friends and uh, which Santana Ortiz. Which was awesome. Yeah. It, dude, like being there was a whole different thing. It was fucking crazy. It was so sick. And like after it was done, like all said and done, uh, Tony, who must have been in like a production truck, just came running from far away because it was it was legit in a parking lot at the Daly's place, and he came running from what must have been like a production truck, screaming, and you could hear someone screaming. And you look over, and he's like running down, and he's like, "Fuck yeah, that was so shit!" Like just losing his mind about how awesome it was, and like I was like, "Fuck yeah, you goddamn right it was fucking awesome," <laughs> and it's and like th- like thinking like. This is your shit. Do that shit, bro. This is, this is like, <laughs> really cool. Like you run this place. Um, you do you, man. Yeah, like like just that kind of enthusiasm and excitement about it was super cool to see, especially like close up. So it was it was like you hear things about how great of a place it is, and then you fucking experience it, and it's like, God damn. It really is fucking sick. Like but uh yeah. I think that's the question. <laughs> no. I think I think that was definitely part of the question. Absolutely, least. yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly what we were. And again, for. I know I preface that with I'm not trying to kiss their ass, and I'm not. And I know it sounds like I am, but it's just straight up the truth. Like, it's very very cool there. Well, and that's what you hear. Like you hear mm-hmm. anyone who's come from WWE there or just going been independent independence in there. Like everyone mm-hmm. loves it. I mean, they and they yeah. had a plethora of uh, beyond wrestling talent that either yeah. works for the company now or has appeared on dark or made an appearance in some capacity. I mean, you got silver and Reynolds, they were mm-hmm. long stays of beyond and then orange Cassidy, obviously Eddie Kingston butcher and the blade. I mean, Janela, mm-hmm. Janela, yeah. everybody, man. So, I mean, you're walking into more of a family type atmosphere because this is who you travel the roads with maybe or yeah. you see on a regular basis i mean you work many a show with so it's just kind of like working another show but on a much bigger scale exactly exactly i mean it's a good mindset to go into it though it's not it, it really it does take the pressure off i mean i know there's pressure once you step through gorilla or whatever and you go out mm-hmm. there that's a different type of pressure but i mean if yeah. the pressure is low going into it usually makes it a lot easier once you get out there. For sure, for sure. You're not getting all worked right. up, and it's not like a mm-hmm. big stage fright type thing. You just go out there and be like, fuck it. It's fucking wrestling. Exactly. <laughs> it's, it's fucking wrestling, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it was. Waiting to see the, yeah. the, uh, the puff, it's fucking wrestling shirt. Ow. Yeah. Just waiting it's for that. It's fucking one. wrestling, man. Yeah, it's <laughs> man. If we I, can honestly, get... I, don't, I don't even think I can take credit for it. It's like I feel like everybody says that shit, man. <laughs> I don't know, man. But... Everybody, everybody who understands says but that shit. Here's the thing: you're talking about marketing yourself, and you want to sell T-shirts. If no one has that out there, I mean, why not you? It's all you. Why not you? It's fucking wrestling, man. You know, you know why? I gotta, I gotta sell all this shit first. I gotta, I gotta, <laughs> I gotta sell this box of T-shirts sitting next to me first. That's hey, man, I put can. one up. We want to let everyone see. Right. Look at these. Oh, this this is all that. shit. Now that, that is not yes. You have to you have to DM me for these. Like, I got a website that's got my t-shirts, but I have more t-shirts just in but that's not on my website, and little gimmicks that uh 
I said on the side, you got to DM me for. All my DMs are open. I always say that on podcasts is a trading card. Uh, on podcasts, I'm always like, listen, my DMs on every social media of mine are open. If you want to send me hate mail, if you want to say, <laughs> if you, I like that a lot. If you just want, if you just want someone to chat with, my DMs are open. Send me a message. Uh, and also, if you want merch, I got this little gimmick. This one, uh, the the mini me comes out of the sticker, or it can be like one whole sticker. Then I have that in holographic. Whoa, psychedelic. <laughs> That's trippy. I got it. I got a puff holographic one. Do you guys like cops? Do we have cop lovers in this group ch in this chat? Anyone watching? Like bad boys, bad boys. <laughs> that you, like that no, yeah, like like police officers. <laughs> <laughs> do, we have, do we have any people who have Blue Lives Matter flags on their back of their cars? I act well. Yeah, my one of my buddies. Uh, he's a Philly cop. Oh, so he might not like this next sticker. I don't want to show this one. But... <laughs> Sorry, he ain't a wrestling fan. He ain't gonna watch this. It's, it's a donut font that says uh, "All Crocs are Boss." That's what it stands for. <laughs> uh, I would just get one of them just to put it on his on the back of his Jeep. Just so I don't know. <laughs> I'm a big go. Croc connoisseur. That this actually says "Thank," and the other one says "You," because somebody bought me these Crocs, and I sent them. They didn't a make Polaroid. them. What? They didn't like, they, were they specially made for you or they actually made that and someone purchased it and then gave it to you? Oh, no. So, somebody uh, bought me those Crocs and then as a thank you to them, I know they take a lot of Polaroid pictures. So I took a Polaroid picture of the Crocs, but I have these letters that I put on my Crocs to spell shit. Uh, and I spelled out thank you on the Crocs, took a Polaroid of it and sent and signed it and sent them to, sent it as a thank you. That's awesome. But, uh, Oh yeah, the amount of people that aren't gonna know what a Polaroid is. <laughs> well, dude, no. Polaroids are making a comeback. They got these new things. Everybody's got these now. Everybody's taking Polaroid. Like they're like little hmm. Polaroid gimmick now. I don't know. I think they're making a comeback. They are because but, uh, it's now 1993 again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, check this. I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna go through all the merch I have here. Hey, man. I got I got puff coasters. If anyone needs a coaster, if anyone's sick and tired of getting water rings around their freaking table, <laughs> you can't ruin your nice coffee tables. No, this you brand new table. It's got a smudge. I need a coaster. <laughs> I could be. And you got one. That says there you go. There it is. <laughs> what is this? This these didn't come out the way I wanted them to. They're it's like a sticker sheet, and I don't know if you can even see the logo. It's like a bowl of cereal. Oh, yeah, okay. And it says puff. And it says puff. Yeah. And it's like alphabet cereal with the P with yeah. with like this P U and F. Yeah. But on the spoon, it's got the logo. But it's it's, it's too small, man. I, I usually just give these. All right. Buy them, them at your own risk, people. <laughs> yeah. Buy you know everything they're else. For? They're perfect to fit on a pop socket on the back of a phone. That's what those oh, stickers are for. If I if I could ever find bulk pop sockets that are blank, I'd put those on them. But I can't find pop sockets anywhere. Well, Prime but, Day's coming up on Amazon. Maybe you can get them there. Yo, maybe <laughs> on my birthday. On my birthday. Oh, which day? October fourteenth. I just found that out today. Nice. You just but, found out your birthday was October fourteenth. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I found out. My, <laughs> I found out my birthday was Prime Day. Because last night, 
Uh, so to get back into Crocs, I'm a big Croc connoisseur. Um, and every day I check Amazon because Amazon always has Crocs for like crazy low prices. And what I do is I check what I like to call the Croc market instead of the stock market. <laughs> uh, I have like a list, but it's, it's like you have to put some in your cart and then like save it for later to watch the prices. Yeah. And I was like, this is stupid. Why don't I just make a list? So I made an Amazon wish list of all these Crocs in my size so that all I have to do is scroll the list and see what the prices are that day. Cause the prices fluctuate like day by day on Crocs. It's crazy. This is the Croc market I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I was like, I should just make this like a, like I, at first it was just a list, but then I was like, wait a minute, people make wish lists all the time and people buy stuff for them. I'm kind of known in wrestling. <laughs> I, I just crossed, I just crossed 5,000 followers on Twitter. I'm going to fucking make this a wish list. So I, I tweeted, I, I put it together. I put like fucking weird sodas in it uh, or like beverages that I don't have around here. Cause I love like, which is weird sodas. Me and Megabyte Ronnie do these beverage baron videos on Twitter, on uh, YouTube. But I made this wish list and I tweeted out. And I was like, Hey, I made this list. It was originally for checking the crock market, but if anybody wants to give me a pair of Crocs, my birthday is next week. Or what? What is the day today? My birthday's in nine days. <laughs> so if anybody wants to get me a birthday present, I'm check still the, not convinced check the that you didn't market. just find out your birthday was October 14th. <laughs> I, I might have. Who knows? <laughs> fucking every, I've lost track of all the days now because of fucking quarantine. But um, yes. Yeah, so now I just got this uh, Amazon wish list. And I'll plug that shit all day. <laughs> Go to my Twitter. Puff is God. I tweeted about it. Find my Amazon wish list. Buy me something on there. Dude, you got to put that as your pinned tweet. Yeah. You know, I would, but I'm not going to because I've had the same pinned tweet for like two years. And it's me. I just think it's hilarious. It's me getting like dumped on my head by Daniel Garcia uh, in, a, in a match in a Hokai gif. And yeah. I and it, it just it just says R.I.P. me, oh, and yeah. that's my pin tweet forever. I'm never gonna change it. That is pretty brutal, dude. Yeah, that's a good that's a good funny. arch on that fucking suplex. Hell, dude, Daniel Garcia, crazy, one of the best wrestlers on the planet. He's another and one. Me, he's been he's been going around AEW. Him and uh, Blackwood, yeah. right? In Blackwood, they wrestled the Butcher and the Blade. And then they wrestled uh, the New Midnight Express. Yeah. The new, new Midnight Express. The new, new. My bad. Yeah. I don't know if I showed these. These are, <laughs> these are my current. These are my current. This is my favorite, favorite part of the, the show. Planet. I, I, uh, I don't even want to <laughs> sell them because I'm having so much fun. If I can, oh, we're moving. People are moving. How do I switch this around? Is this a video podcast? Are people going to see this? Yeah, yes. people are. Also. Look at oh, that guy. I love the WrestleBuddy. That's great. This is my, my shelf of legends. It's got me, Mick Foley, Big E in the corner, uh, Ilio DiPaolo, who's a wrestler from Buffalo, Andy Kaufman. I was going to say, that's Andy, Andy Kaufman. Kaufman. <laughs> uh, this, this character from a, the only video game that I've ever really played, uh, Borderlands. <laughs> and then, oh, the Sandman collection. I got Barry Madison, Happy Gilmore, and Bobby Boucher. <laughs> awesome. 
And this big poster of the Buffalo Brothers. It's actually a canvas. So for people that actually just listen to our podcast, probably head over to YouTube and watch the podcast because oh. you're going to want to see this. <laughs> yeah, I'm showing you all this stuff that is not even the reason I was meaning to do this. Uh, let me see. <laughs> this is what I've done with you. I'm just sticking them on everything. These little pup dudes. These are my AirPods. That's a baby Groot head. <laughs> that is awesome. I'm just devolving this fucking <laughs> podcast. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, man. When we go off the rails, we like to go far, far off and not go back on. Yep. And look at this. So I made this little corner of my house the desk of Puff. I've got this wall of a framed picture of me. <laughs> this artwork by my man Lighter Jammies. Shout out to Lighter underscore Jammies for doing this artwork. It's uh, it's me and Action Bronson. I don't yeah. know if you guys know Mr. Wonderful from Action Bronson. That's the album cover, but it's me. And then there's fucking, oh, I just dropped my charger. A donut <laughs> on this eagle's head. <laughs> I, I, I turned that into a canvas with a group on. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Groupon. Hold on, <laughs> Shout out to Groupon. You can get a canvas print for five dollars. Shout out to Groupon. But, <laughs> <laughs> I bought. I bought this. I bought this Groupon. It was like four bucks for that, but the the fucking shipping was like twenty five. Yeah, they, they saw a sucker a mile away. <laughs> That's crazy money. What a we, what a, we retract that shout out to Groupon. <laughs> yeah, fuck Groupon. <laughs> Groupon cover shipping, bro. Oh, you know what? Here's here's more merch for me to <laughs> talk shamefully about. Look at this this pin. That is my eyes shooting lasers. Does this work? Does that ever? Yeah, you're good. Yeah, you're good. We can see it. I don't know if that works, but we got it. <laughs> It's, uh, I'm shooting lasers <laughs> into donuts, and then this is just the original Puff logo as a pin. So to recap, DM Puff. DM <laughs> Puff. Any kind of merch. At Puff is God. Yep. Oh, my God. At Puff is God on everything. I, I always throw in, especially now, because who knows when I'm ever going to wrestle again. The world's going to fucking implode. We're all going to die of this disease. Uh, I'm just throwing in a bunch of merch whenever someone buys something, so... Buy something and you get a bunch of shit. And I got these new packages with donuts on them, and they're very fun. So if you buy something for me that's not small, like a T-shirt or a koozie, you're gonna get a donut package at your door. What more could you want than a donut package? Actual donuts. I might throw a random donut in there. It's gonna get sticky <laughs> on the shirt, but what are you gonna do? I mean, you're gonna eat it. Here's the thing: you're gonna eat it. You know where it's coming from. <laughs> it might be like three weeks old, but. I mean, you're still going to eat it. The donuts, they don't, don't, they don't go bad. No, they don't, ever. I don't think they can. Donut, donuts never go bad. That's a proven fact. You can yeah. quote me on that. Yep. So, re, this whole, we went off the rails and. In the perfect way possible. It's just fucking, oh, yeah. I couldn't have asked for the, <laughs> the group on. <laughs> this is the only time I think that. Uh, Ever on any podcast, there's been a shout out to Groupon. And shout then, out to Groupon. Retract, I don't think they actually sponsor anyone. And then, and then it was immediately retracted. Yeah. And then shortly after, fuck Groupon. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that's where we're going to leave it. 
Puff, thanks so Sorry. much for coming on with us. We really appreciate it taking the time. It was great cool. talking to you. Hopefully this was a little different than the other uh, other podcasts. That- yes, and I'm glad it is. That's I, I don't want I don't want every podcast to be the same. I try and switch it up. Yeah. Who knows? If we even call this a podcast, this was just shooting the shit. Yeah. No, that's that's what my life is, bro. It's fucking wrestling, man. <laughs> <laughs> fucking wrestling, man. Well, that's that. the perfect way of ending it. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> so, Puff, thanks so much again, and hopefully we'll be talking to you soon. Hell yeah. All right. Take it easy, man. <laughs> sure.